This is Church Tech Profiles, episode 22, for the week of May 3rd, 2021, the Green Room Podcast premiere. Well, hey everybody, this is Van, and I am super excited to let you know that the Green Room Podcast has launched. It's kind of in its beta form over at greenroom.church. We've got a couple of episodes up there. But I wanted to give you a little bit of a preview of the first two episodes. So we're just going to have a little bit of talking with uh, our special guest on the first episode, which was Mike Sessler, and talk a little bit about how we got to the green room. And then our second episode is going to be with the gang from Philo 2021. Now, that leads me to what I need from you at the end of this podcast. At the end of the podcast, I'm going to give you instructions on how you can win a super cool prize, and that prize is going to be a virtual ticket to Chicago's 2021 Philo, which is coming up next week. That's right. It's actually next week on the 11th and 12th, if you can believe that. And if you're not able to attend in person, you can attend virtually. I mean, you can bring your whole team in uh, to a place and put it up on the TV, and you guys can experience it and it'll be very, very cool. And you're going to get a free pass. I'm going to give away three free passes to Philo. And at the end of this podcast, I'm going to tell you how you can put your name in for that. And I'm at the end of this week, we're going to pick three winners and we will notify you. Got a couple of things also at the end. We've got another special announcement of a another new podcast that's happening uh, with our good friend, Carrie Martinez. So please listen to that. All right. Without further ado, here is a couple of samples of the Green Room podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Green Room. Episode one. This is exciting. Van Mechke and Duke Young, your co-host for The Green Room. Van, it's been a while. <laughs> it has been a while. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I talk to you all the time, but it's uh, it's been, what, almost a year now since we've done our, our last podcast together. Yep. And uh, longer since we've done a regular podcast together. Yes, that is true. So, uh, we're, we're, we're pretty excited to launch the green room and to, to get this kicked off. Um, we've got a lot to talk about, uh, as far as where we're going, uh, why the green room exists. Um, but first let's introduce our special guest and it, it didn't feel right to kick off this new, uh, kind of generation of podcast network, uh, without kind of a nod and reflecting on the old network and, uh, Speaking of old, introducing our guest, Mike Setzler. <laughs> the, old, the old guy. <laughs> Which is funny because I'm actually the old guy. On you, the are, you are not, uh, technically <laughs> older than I. I know, but it was a nice segue, so it worked. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're just getting started. We'll let it go for now. That's true. That's fair. It is episode one. So, yeah. uh, so uh, Mike, uh, many of you guys will remember uh, the the popular uh, host of Church Tech Weekly for uh, just just over a decade, which is yeah. crazy. Uh, and Church Tech Arts, uh, which was what probably 15 years. Uh, started in 2007. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. And uh, it's, it's, it's gone right now because my hosting uh, agreement expired and I didn't uh, renew it yet, but I'm going to, I'll probably repost it when I get a chance. There you go. There you go. So, 
So yeah, so Mike uh, Mike started Church Tech Arts, uh, as you mentioned, back in 2007. Uh, a few years later, uh, here I am in Tucson, Arizona. I just got back from, from uh, Infocom. And one Sunday morning, I get this message from, from Mike on, on the Twitter uh, back when actually the Twitter was fun to be on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I get this message going, hey, I see you were at Infocom. Uh, would you be interested in doing this podcast thing with me? I'm going, hey, I know Mike from the blogs and the things. And yeah, that would be fun. So that night we get on, uh, we get on Skype. Um, gosh, remember Skype? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Back when it on, worked. <laughs> yeah. We get on Skype and first time we actually met each other. And so I think we talked for like an hour, hour and a half and then went, hey, we should probably record a podcast. Record this, yeah. Yeah, and then we we spent an hour, half an hour, hour talking about Infocom and and the fun stuff that was there, and and that is literally how every podcast recording goes. From, it, yeah, little did we know that would be the trend. Yeah, hey, hey, maybe we should hit record <laughs> at some point in time. Exactly, exactly. But uh, Mike, um, I, I think um, because because Van and I spent obviously uh, an enormous amount of time with you recording these things over the, over ten years. Um, you know, you're kind of the godfather in this situation, um, podfather, the podfather, there you go. And, and so I th- thought it'd be fun to kind of just go back a little bit and talk about kind of why you started church tech arts and, and in particular church tech weekly, yeah. um, because that that's, that's a lot of why Van and I got into it. Yeah. Well, the, uh, the, uh, origin story of church tech arts is actually, um, uh, Bill Swearingen's job, um, oddly enough. Uh, well, it used to be his job. Um, I was back in 2005, 2006, I was doing two different jobs. I was working at a video production company part-time and I was doing church tech part-time and it was the youth tech guy part-time. And it was basically three full-time jobs that I was getting paid three part-time salaries for. Right. And, uh, it was, it was exhausting. And I, I got to the end of the first year of that. And I realized I had not taken a single day off like at all the entire year. And I thought, well, this is unsustainable. And um, so I started applying for various full-time tech director positions. And the one that caught my eye was the one at the crossing in Missouri. And mm. uh, it was just a really cool, I liked the way they worded the, the, uh, the job posting and it didn't seem like they took themselves too seriously. It seemed like a cool place to be. And one of the things that they said in the uh, job description or the, the uh, write up on it, the ad was, you know, if you have any blogs or magazine articles that you've written, send those along so we can take a look and see what you think about this stuff. And I thought, oh, that's a good idea. I should have a tech blog. And so I just started writing a tech blog, thinking that I could use it to uh, pad out my resume for a little while and then eventually would, you know, probably give it up once I got a job. Well, it turned out that people started reading it, which I didn't expect at all. And I didn't do <laughs> any, I literally did no publication, no, no, uh, publicity on it. Uh, it wasn't published anywhere. I didn't link. I didn't go out. I didn't do the thing that all bloggers are supposed to do and uh, go out and, you know, start reading other tech blogs and linking to them, you know, and putting comments in and trying to get people to ping back and all that kind of stuff. I didn't really care about any of that. But then all of a sudden these people started reading it and I started getting comments and then people started emailing me and then people started finding my phone number and calling me and asking me questions about church tech stuff, which was really bizarre. And 
And um, it just kind of became this thing that uh, I started writing more and more about. And um, I ended up meeting some really cool people along the way that I met Jason Cole through that because he was writing a blog at that point. Uh, Stagel was writing a blog at that point. And so uh, he and I linked up and, you know, I've actually a, a lot of really good friends have came out, have come out of that uh, early on. Uh, writing blog stuff, people that I'm still good friends with to this day. Um, you know, kind of the early, early church tech pod guys, you know, or, uh, blog guys, really. Um, but that was back at a time that was 2007. There weren't a whole lot of them. Uh, Jason was writing occasionally. Stegel was writing occasionally. Uh, Greg Atkinson was probably the mm. most well-known one at that point, although he was kind of, he was, his was waning about the time that I got started. So, um, and Kurt Typoli was doing some stuff, but it was more uh, like bulletin board kind of deal uh, when the the blog thing was really taking off. So I just happened to hit it at the right time, I think, for uh, for when blogs were starting to take off and church tech was really coming into its own. I think as a as a career. Yeah. Well, and I think that's uh, that's kind of a good launch into really what uh, Greenroom Church is going to be all about. So. Uh, we're we're really developing a, a network of podcasts um, and, and different resources that'll be available, and uh, these will probably morph and and grow hopefully over time. But uh, the Green Room podcast, this podcast, will be kind of the flagship of that, and that that's going to be we're we're going to have a lot of different guests on it. I mean, we'll have um, people who are in church production now. Uh, there's a number of manufacturer uh, people, um, so just some really smart people who understand. Um, kind of the back end of technology, but also have one foot in the church as well that I I'm excited to get on here and give a chance to kind of share what they know and what they've learned over the years, um, over, over these podcasts. Um, and so that's kind of what the green room will be about is just kind of more of a general, again, we're going to tell lots of stories. We're, we're going to give lots of opportunities to learn. Um, but I think most importantly is, is, uh, we've been talking about is, is we're hopeful that you will start to become more and more part of a, a part of this community, this overall church tech community. And, um, you know, that's a big deal for us at the end of the day, if, if that's the only thing we did and had some fun along the way, it'll be worth it. Um, we've got a couple other, uh, avenues on greenroom.church. Um, as Van mentioned earlier, church tech profiles has, has kind of gotten back up and running. Uh, and, which is such a cool thing. Cause I think, I think one of the most fun things, um, that again, I wish I would have had in my first decade, um, was the ability to hear other people's stories and just know what they're going through, what they're dealing with, how they deal with things and just sort of get background. Like so we're, we're, we're getting all this stuff off the ground here. Uh, and, and we're excited to have you join us and, uh, tell a friend. Uh, if it's, if you, if you know some folks who are, who are in creative ministry and, uh, can really benefit from the, from being part of a, a community, um, and being, being part of this network, um, just share it with them, uh, give, give them a chance to, to listen and, and join into the fun and, and hear the great stories and hopefully learn a little bit. Um, but like Van said, greenroom.church is where you can pretty much find all things, uh, related to our podcast network. So with that, Mike. Um, thanks so much for joining us, uh, man. I, I love reminiscing. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's fun to, it's fun to think about it. I was, you know, as Van was talking about the, uh, <clears throat> the church that a uh, guy he met at a Philo conference, I think back mm -hmm. to, um, a guy we met at, uh, uh, 
seeds a number of years ago who came up and said hi to us, you know, kind of uh, a little bit shyly the first time. And, you know, it was before a session. And then he just kind of came over and said hi and said he listened to the show. And that was cool. And it was, it was, it was fun. Great. And then after the session, you know, he kind of was hanging out and kind of hovering sort of nearby. And we were talking to somebody else. And we ended up, as soon as we finished with him, he came back over and he said, man, I don't want you guys to think I'm stalking you or anything, but I just have to tell you what, you know, tell you a little bit about my story. And so he kind of told us about his church and how he had taken over over as a TD a couple of years ago, and the church was in a really bad way. They were a lot of lot of uh, strife and stuff like that going on between the band and the and the worship team. And you know, we had talked a lot about that. And he said, you know, after a year of really implementing the stuff that we have been talking about and and trying to you know encourage the team to really think of themselves as one team and not two, he said, and this is the words that I will never forget. He said, "You guys help change the character of our church." Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that was one of the most powerful things that I think anybody's ever said to me in terms of anything that I've ever done, um, to be able to have that kind of influence and that kind of, uh, encouragement to help really, because he, as he talked about it, you know, he said, yeah, the whole, the whole church was struggling and frustrated because of all the division and the, between the tech team and the worship team. And so by helping fix that, you know, we were able to help, help fix a church. So that was, that was pretty cool. So I'm glad you guys are picking it up. I'm sure you'll do great things and take it even further than uh, I did. Um, and uh, it's exciting to see it keep going. And you yeah. may still, and, and we may still hear from you occasionally. I may show up every once in a while. Yeah. You know, just to, just to hang come, out. Come in from feeding the chickens and join the podcast. Yeah. 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 Got, <laughs> well, it's planting season now. So we got gardens going in. Oh yes. Uh, spring is spring is a busy, busy time on the homestead. So it, it is indeed. It is indeed. All right. Well, yeah, I, go ahead. yeah, I think, I think that to just to wrap, wrap that part up though, but that, that is, I remember that I totally remember that conversation and uh, it was, I thought two things. Wow. That's so cool. And Wow. Uh, I never realized we had, uh, that actually terrifies me a little yeah. bit. <laughs> we, have, we actually have influence. We have to be careful. We had influence on that church, but that's been, it's been incredibly, yeah. Yeah. incredibly cool. Well, and I think that's, uh, that's what you'll find. If you've never listened to church tech weekly, you'll, you'll find that, uh, we're, we're pretty unassuming on all this. We, we are just doing everything we can to help people kind of survive this thing. That is, uh, a weekly productions. Um, and that's, you know, one of the, the hardest things about being in the arts in the church is that it, uh, it does come every week, whether you're ready for it or not. And so that's, uh, we're, we're just going to do our best to encourage you guys to provide as much, um, training and community and encouragement as possible. So welcome, uh, Todd Elliott, uh, our guest. Hello. Good Hi, to be Todd. Here. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> and you brought a friend introduce her for me because I don't know what her actual title is and like what her real role is other than she makes you look good. Yeah. So, uh, Chelsea Pribble is joining me. So, Hey-o. uh, Hey, welcome. Hey. Uh, she is the, the chief operations officer over here at Philo Okay, which means she keeps things moving forward. So her job um, is actually to make you look good. Pretty much. Correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Basically. we, I, uh, I'm the one with the crazy ideas and she is the one who makes them happen or nice. tells me we're not doing that. <laughs> 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 you have to do both. So, yeah. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. Very so cool. We've, we've actually, we were talking before uh, recording uh, started and we were talking about gurus of tech. So I was talking about yeah. going way back. Um, she and I both, uh, we like the same kind of roles back in those gurus of tech days. So she was the producer of the main room and handling mm-hmm. the details. And yeah, so we've been doing this since this is 10, it's been 10 years. 10 years. 2011 yeah. wow. was the first gurus of tech we did. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, so obviously we, we have our guests. <laughs> They're high-fiving. That's all. Yeah. They, they just, uh, <laughs> you made it. You survived. We did yes. it. Oh, so, uh, so it, it's, it's the right time of year. Cause next week we're going to do this thing again. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. Uh, and so it's time to have you guys on a podcast. It just makes sense. And so <laughs> talk to us about, cause obviously last year got weird, right? I mean, yeah. It, yeah. the whole world shut down like a month or two before Philo and you guys had to pivot quickly. Mm-hmm. And now at this point, we're kind of living in no man's land. Like we're totally live, but we're totally not live. And you guys are trying to now go from this like five years in cool cooking live conference to completely online to now hybrid. So right. what just kind of tell us what to expect here uh, with, with Philo 2021, because <laughs> I have no idea what you're doing. Yes. I mean, it's interesting. I think um, our journey last year and this year really model or not model, but follow kind of the same thing that our audience is dealing with. So like uh, people who are doing church uh, tech, uh, you know, locally having to, you know, last year having to figure out how to, okay, how do we do services totally online? And so we were in that, you know, we, I think we had six weeks. Mm hmm. Between the moment we decided we need to do this all online to the actual event happening. And so, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, it was like insane. And so this year doing kind of the hybrid version, you know, some people are in person, some, most people are watching online. Uh, yeah, it was like, it was hard to do the live event. It was hard to do the online event. It's it's, it's, really it's harder hard to do both at the same time, <laughs> right. which is like what everybody else is kind of in the middle of trying to figure out. How do we totally. create an in-person event uh, or in-person service that's compelling? And how do we stay engaged with our online audience who can't can't come yet? So, mm-hmm. um, right. Right. What was, um, I, I thought, first of all, I thought last year, I mean, especially for having six weeks of notice, I thought last year was pretty incredible. Uh, just how well you guys pivoted and how much it seemed like you guys did it on purpose. Um, it really, it didn't, it felt pretty seamless, um, uh, from, from all aspects that I was involved in. Um, awesome. Yeah. But obviously year, very, yeah. very different from a live conference. What, what did you guys actually like about last year being all online? was there anything (laughs) yes yeah go for it yeah there totally was i think one of the unexpected blessings that really surprised us on the first day of the conference is when the the stream you know really turned on and the chat rooms became open and all of a sudden 900 people you know flooded the stream and all jumped into the chat room at the same time i remember that moment Mm. and it was so amazing that there was still energy and still a buzz even in this virtual platform which we're so used to having just with an in-person kind of experience and you know fast forward an hour or two into the 
conference itself. And people were saying, you know, I'm I'm from India and I'm staying up all night and it's 2 a.m. here. And, you know, we're so blessed to be a part of the conference. So now that we had a virtual platform, all of a sudden people could join us from around the world, which was um, just a fantastic blessing. And quite frankly, something we're looking forward to again this year. Yeah. And the fact that the stream didn't crash. Amen. Right. Yeah, We had some really great partners that I mean, normally, uh, I think in the middle of our process last year, we were asking um, the people that were helping us build this, how long is your process normally? And they said maybe six months or something right. like that. And we're like, well, let's go. Six it's, weeks. Yeah, six weeks. <laughs> yeah. So they were super helpful, did a lot of testing. Our team, uh, Nate from our team, just tested the crap out of. Uh, mm-hmm. the platform and you know the playback well, and all that well and stuff. give and give your platform a big shout out because they were fin- oh they phenomenal. did phenomenal yeah sardius yeah. Uh, built our platform they did amazing and then uh, resi helped us with all the kind of the virtual playback mm-hmm. uh virtual what is it virtual sim live. live sim live there sim it is live. Sim live. um yeah that they yeah i don't think we had one one person have trouble connecting or watching or VOD afterwards. Yeah. So seamless. Yeah, so great. great. And I think for us, we, you know, the, we've, we, we did pre-record everything and we spent a lot of time talking about how do we want it to feel. And it was important for me that it felt like we were at Philo. And so even like uh, Aubrey and Dave, our two hosts, like Aubrey was at home. Dave was here at the office. Like that's how we had to do the hosting interactions. And we started off like doing take two, take three, take four. And at a certain point I said, you know what, let's just do this. Like we have people in the room, how we would normally do it. And just, uh, I think people appreciate it feeling less polished and more just like what they're used to seeing. Mm -hmm. So um, Mm -hmm. I think that I was happy with how that that part of it turned out. So, yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you. I think one of the coolest things from last year was, um, uh, well, two of the coolest things, one Van, so Van and I did a class last year and like in the middle of our class, people are asking questions in the chat. And so we're on screen talking and answering questions in the chat. Like it was very <laughs> surreal to be communicating and communicating with some more communication, like all simultaneously. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, in a, in a weird way, though, it, it's actually better than being live because one of the things that you know, I mean, we've all taught classes, and it, one of the things that are as awful about it is that you have to wait till the end to get to all, all the questions, and a lot of times there's not enough time. In this scenario, you know, we were able to answer questions as we were going, and it didn't sidetrack all the other people listening to the class. And, but we were able to go in depth with people who had specific questions on things we'd said. And I think that, I mean, I enjoyed it. I, I you know me, I'm an extrovert. I'd rather be in the room with yeah, the people, sure. but I enjoyed that part of it, you know, and pretty immensely. I thought it was, yeah. I thought it was kind of a unique, it was a unique benefit mm-hmm. that came out of the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think the other fun thing for me was the fact, so we did a, a virtual uh, trade show booth. We actually mm-hmm. set up a booth in my living room, which was great with a <laughs> web camera and, and just had a zoom link. So people just came in like all through the conference and we actually had people from Africa come into our zoom. Oh, I mean, wow. it was, it was an awkward conversation because, you know, they were barely speaking English. We were you know, just going, uh, yeah, this is great. <laughs> but it was super fun just to talk to these random people all over the world as opposed to, you know, uh, people in the booth. So 
that was that was that was pretty cool too. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I. So you talked about this idea of you know live is hard, online is hard. So why not do both together? <laughs> um, what is what is this going to look like this year? What 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 do you guys anticipate happening? Yeah. So what the way we're kind of thinking about it is that. Um, when we decided to kind of do this hybrid event, we weren't sure how many people would be allowed to be in person, but we felt like that, uh, I guess, number one, we decided to do it in the main auditorium uh, at Willow Creek, just because there's so much space. So we could social distance the heck out of this thing if we needed to. Um, And so, but we also felt like the majority of the people would be attending online. So we wanted to make sure that it wasn't, uh, in-person event that people online were just looking in on, but we wanted to make sure that it was an online event that there were people at. Yeah. If that makes any sense. So that's kind of how we're going about it. So there will be people in the room. We're calling them our studio audience. So they get kind of the underbelly backstage view of what's going on and, and they get to be together and um, yeah. So, uh, so we're really excited about that, but are the way the schedule is laid out, the um, yeah, kind of how we're thinking about it. It's, it's very outward focused. So it's for mm-hmm. the online, the online attendees. So we have, um, we'll have five live breakouts also happening um, on site. And then the other 45 are pre-recorded, similar to how we did last year. We just didn't feel great about having to travel that many people into one place, not knowing, you know, if we could. Um, so we thought this was the kind of the, uh, I was going to say safest, but you know, like the, yeah. we knew, we knew we could do this. So the, the little bit of difference is that last year, all the Q and a was on the chat room this year, it's on the chat room and we're connecting all the presenters in with zoom and they can answer questions live. Nice. So, uh, after they're pre-recorded, talk, then they'll be there with everybody uh, live answering questions. So yeah, we're looking forward to seeing how that goes. Um, and then uh, the for those for those breakouts that are uh, re- pre-recorded, the people who are on site can attend those classes in rooms around the building, socially distanced, but they'll be watching them pre-recorded like like uh, the online people. So nice. Um, yeah, so we're, we'll see how it goes. I mean, we're definitely, and Chelsea, probably more than me, uh, is, we're feeling the, the heavy weight of doing these two things at the same time. <laughs> totally. What could, yeah. what could possibly go wrong, Chelsea? I mean, It'll be great. Right. My, my favorite part while this, while this was happening, you know, you guys can't see what we, you know, we're, we have video and so as as Todd's saying, well, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. And the look on Chelsea's face when yeah. was priceless. I wish I had screen captured it because it was was so good. Yes, we are very eager to see how it goes and very excited and also a little bit nervous. But uh, I'm sure that it will be fantastic. And we're going to learn a lot. We will. <laughs> certainly learn a lot i'm positive of that i mean honestly this is like doing church like times 45 Mm -hmm. at the same time yeah Yeah. so awesome four main sessions those are like a typical church service you know 60 minutes of length worship message announcements things like Mm -hmm. that and then yeah 50 total breakouts 
And so I, well, I would imagine the main, the main sessions are the easy part. Cause that's, that's the most like normal. It's the, now how do you direct people on site versus online to all the different breakouts? And, right. Right. Yeah. There's truth to that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I heard so, a rumor. I heard a rumor that Oprah was coming and there would be gifts for the in-studio audience. <laughs> is that, is there any truth to that? I'm, I'm into that. That's cool. Maybe it'll be Todd's favorite things. Oh, like, all right. You know, is it Oprah's favorite things? Yeah, maybe yeah. It'll be Todd's favorite things. Yeah, it'll okay. be Todd's favorite things, and it'll just be stuff that um, that costs nothing. So Todd, and you get a speaker, and you get a speaker, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you get a journal from 2016. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and you get a pen from 2015. Wow, got boxes, of, got boxes of those hanging out maybe, still, do you? Maybe. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna get refund requests after this podcast goes. <laughs> <Yeah. Uh-oh. laughs> those are those are called. That's part of our VIP experience. Yeah, right. Coming coming in person, you get uh, yeah free stuff. The, uh, the, the Philo vintage, vintage collection. Yeah. A yeah. box of vintage crap from Philo's yeah. past. Yeah. Hey, get a name badge from 2013. Oh, uh, that's not even man. Should give away all the gurus. A gurus. Gurus. Badge. Yeah. yeah. Right. Vintage oh, vintage limited edition gurus of tech uh, pens. There's a mm. there's a limited audience that would be into that sort of thing for sure. Yeah. yeah. Very 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 limited. limited. Yeah. <laughs> three there's three people yeah maybe there's four and they might be all on this call yeah right yeah yeah no i don't care (laughs) no well what's funny is i think i actually have some of that vintage gurus of tech stuff yeah in my in this office right now so yeah i have a paint uh shirt that i wear when i'm painting uh like you know the house painting and stuff and it's a gurus of tech shirt yeah nice yeah about every day there you go well, so that's that's a that's probably a good segue into backing up a sec. So we talked about we talked about the conference a little bit uh, that's coming next week. But um, how did we get here? Um, because you know, Todd, at once upon a time, uh, you were this tech director at this tiny little Midwest church that you probably had nothing better to do than to just launch a conference. I'm joking, by the way. <laughs> Willow Creek is, I don't know, decent size. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's not but, insignificant. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, here you are just, you know, humming along, being a tech director, probably working a 30 hour week with nothing more to do and just thought, gee, let's do a conference. I mean, how did we get here? Really? It'll be like an afternoon special. You get a mirror <laughs> ball and my, 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 my uncle's got a barn. We can have a dance yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think uh, it's probably a longer story than, uh, than we have time for, but I've, the thing, oh gosh, where to start? The thing that got me even having conversations with Willow Creek about leaving the church I was at and, and coming there was really grounded in the idea they were doing conferences all the time. And part of that was they were, they had a, a, a section for tech people. And I, uh, yeah, it was all about it. I, uh, the church I was at in Michigan, yeah, I just, I remember wanting community, wanting to know how people were doing what I was doing. Uh, back in those days, there weren't too many of us. And yeah, I just felt very lonely. So I was always reaching out to other people for this this connection and learning how, the, how are you guys doing this? And we even had gatherings of people uh, in the Detroit area um, a couple of times, maybe three times we had invited people over. I thought it would be kind of a cool hangout that I would learn a bunch uh, and mostly people just stared at me 
wanting to know how we were doing it. And I'm like, I was not prepared for this. Uh, so we'll do it differently next time. But yeah, just, I felt like um, it's been a part of who, you know, what a burden maybe, or just like something that God's put on my heart that here's a group of people that really do need community and connection and probably more than any, anything else. And it would be nice to learn some stuff from each other along the way. Mm -hmm. And so if you fast forward then from that was kind of in the two thousands or nine late nineties that that was happening. And then fast forward to 2014, when I stepped away from my job at Willow Creek, I wasn't totally sure what was next for me, but somewhere along the way, I, I thought, well, this, this thing, this, you know, whatever we called it in Michigan, the, you know, the arts conference uh, with Willow Creek, the gurus of tech experience. It was like, this is what God has made me for. And I felt like, well, I don't know how to do this on my own, but we need to at least start taking steps towards it and see what God does. And so um, maybe if I back up a little bit, when I was working at Willow Creek and we were doing the gurus of tech thing, I felt like, we owed it um, to the local church to like, we have these high capacity tech people that know a ton of stuff. And at that time, the weekend service wasn't totally enough to capture our attention. Like it was, we were almost on autopilot. And so I felt like we need something to uh, recapture our hearts and our attention. And there's something really great about inviting a bunch of people to your house and talking about all the really cool stuff you get to do. Um, it just reminds you that, Oh yeah, what I get to do is pretty cool. And so that was, that was a lot of my reasoning for sort of dragging the whole Willow production team into gurus of tech was like, we need this. Um, we need to be reminded what really matters and if we can help other people in the process, then we should do that. Yeah. Well, I, it's, that's a lot of, oh, Van's talking, but he's muted. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're live folks. There we go. Sorry. I clicked <laughs> off the screen. I clicked off the screen and apparently when you click off the screen, you can't hit your space bar so that you can unmute yourself. There so you there go. you go. Yeah. What do you know about that? I, I said it, if you want to know more, there's a great in-depth uh, interview with Todd on oh, episode three of the Church Tech Profiles podcast. Oh, so there you go. Perfect. Go listen. The See, this is why version. we have a podcast network, so we can inter intermingle these things. That's, That's right. Smart. <laughs> Very smart. Podcasting empire, I think. is the Well, not yet. <laughs> not yet. We're getting we can, there. We can only hope. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, I, I love that story because I think I think a lot of where my world uh, was is, is parallel to that, and it's one of the reasons why for me, um, you know, we always ask. It's like, yeah, okay, we'll we'll help sponsor it, we'll do something, but like if you need anything else, you just tell us. Like if you need us to show up early and help, we'll do it. Because I was a TD through uh, all of the 2000s and and even just a little before, but I mean, I was in the middle of Iowa. There was there was nobody. Um, you know, I was one of the largest churches in Iowa. Period, um, which is still tiny in comparison to most of the larger cities. But um, 
yeah, it felt like an island. And so I got invited to uh, one of the early Gurus of Tech events in Vegas for, at NAB. I think it was right. like 2004 or something yep. where I just show up to this room full of people and I'm going, I have nothing in common with any of these people because they're all these giant churches and uh, right. what what am I doing here? <laughs> um, but it was cool because by the end of the day, even though I still could only sort of imagine some of what they were really doing on a weekend, the problems, the people issues, the personnel stuff, the, I mean, all the issues were the same. The scale was different, but the issues were the same. Yeah. Um, and at the end of the day, you're, you're looking at these people doing some really incredible things. I mean, guys like Curtis Templeton's first time I ever met him, you know, I'm looking at this crazy wild haired dude who's all over the place and going, Oh, well, you don't seem so weird now. Like I actually kind of get you now <laughs> and I'm not that far off. Right. And so that was for me, like when, when Bill started the church tech direct church tech director round table group, still one of the worst names ever, but the group was amazing because now all of a sudden we've got this group of people nationwide who are talking to each other on a regular basis. And, and so, yeah, the late two thousands for me was exciting because it was the first time, um, we got to actually talk to other people who were like me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to start packing that into the Willow Arts conferences were, were great. I mean, we were always kind of the, like this little side piece of the conference. You yeah, know, it sort yeah. of felt like it's like, yeah, you go over to the hotel and do your thing and <laughs> we'll be over yeah, here. Yeah. Um, the movie theater, your breakout is yeah. in, uh, cinema too. Yeah. But it was still, it was still so incredible to connect with all these people. And so that's, that's what I love most about what you guys have done with the Philo community is it really has become a community. It's not a conference. It's yeah. not just a, a one time a year event. It really is this community of people uh, who are more connected than ever before and desperately need to be. It's true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think uh, there's so much going on in the world um, of, you know, just conferences, concerts, resources. So many of them are just not for, you know, the people who are part of the Philo community. And so we work really hard to make sure that they remain in, you know, right in the bullseye of our target um, that, uh, that we're, we're not a side thing. We are, you know, what, how God's wired us, what we're doing is as important as anything else going on out there. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we want to make sure people know that, feel that, feel like they're a part of something. Yeah. And there you go. A sneak preview of the first two episodes of green room podcast. So go over to greenroom.church and you can listen to both episodes and you can listen to the whole episode of both. They'll be posted on Monday so you can listen to them. You can listen to the first episode right now and you can listen to the second episode and they'll be posted on Monday. So if you're listening to this after Monday, then of course you're going to be able to hear both episodes. Anyway, one of the cool things that we talked about in these episodes, this last episode is that we're actually giving away three tickets to the virtual Philo experience. So if you want to attend the virtual experience of Philo in Chicago 2021, but you couldn't go, you couldn't get a ticket and you don't have a virtual ticket, we're giving three away. And here's how you can get it. So go over to Twitter and follow us on Twitter at Green Room Church 
or on Instagram at greenroom.church. And then what you need to do is you need to basically reply to us or whatever and hashtag greenroomphilo2021. You can kind of do whatever you want, but as long as you hashtag greenroomphilo2021, we will see it. And then you give you basically tell us why you want a virtual ticket. And we're going to pick three winners at the end of this week. And so this is obviously airing. Uh, this is debuting on May 3rd. So between May 3rd and the end of the week, we're going to pick three winners on Friday. And you will get a ticket, virtual ticket, for you to be part of the Philo experience virtually. So once again, go to Twitter, Green Room Church. Go to Instagram, greenroom.church. Follow us and then hashtag greenroomphilo2021 and tell us why you want to be a part of it. And we're going to pick three winners on Friday. So there you go. So that's kind of a cool thing. So before I go today, there's one more thing that I want to talk to you guys about. So I have been talking for a long time to Carrie Martinez. If you go back to several episodes ago, you know I interviewed her. She is totally awesome, and she's a tech person here in Southern California, and she's done a lot of great stuff. Well, somehow I was able to twist her arm into starting a podcast, and so I'm going to let her tell you just a little bit about it right now. Hey everyone, I'm Karen Martinez and this is Tech Hearts, a podcast for and about women in church tech arts. I'm a live sound engineer and now I have a podcast. I thought this would be a cool opportunity actually to encourage and get to know the women in the field. And not only that, but maybe also getting to know what others have to say about serving in a ministry where females are serving a little bit more in. There's probably going to be some other things that will be talked about that I don't know about yet, but I do know that as I get to meet and learn from others through this podcast, I hope that you can meet and learn from them also. So I'm super excited about this opportunity and I hope that you will be too. So stick around for the first official episode coming out soon. Wow. I am so excited about that podcast. I can't tell you. Uh, Carrie is a firecracker and you're going to love her. And I hope that you will tell anyone who is a woman in church tech about that podcast. Send them over to greenroom.church and they will get updates over there. We can't wait for that podcast to launch. And the next episode of Green Room Podcast, episode three, is going to be Carrie Martinez. We're going to, Duke and I are going to talk to her and we're going to talk to her a little bit about the new podcast and she's going to kind of share her heart, why she wanted to start it and how I twisted her arm into actually doing it and all those good things. So it's going to be a lot of fun. All right. That is it for this jam packed episode of church tech profiles. I, um, it took me hour, a couple hours to edit this because it was just so much packed into this thing, man. But it was so much fun. So anyway, obviously, you can follow me at The Sound Booth on Twitter or Van Metchke on Instagram or go to Church Tech Profiles on Instagram and Facebook and Church Tech Pro on Twitter. 
please like, subscribe, do all the things, and also make sure to go over to greenroom.church and you'll get episodes of the Green Room Podcast and be updated on all the other podcasts. And soon all those podcasts will be on Spotify and on iTunes. So anyway, all right. Love you guys. You guys are awesome. Have a great day. Don't forget the contest to win Philo tickets. Make sure that you go over to the socials and do that. All right. Have a great week and we will talk to you later.